0: That's how you should start it dude. <laughs> Let me pack a freshie first Yeah, I only hit greens, dude <laughs> <Just tossing laughs> You shouldn't
1: out. have told me that
0: money
2: <laughs> So you guys are going You're going back to Kokomo for Christmas, Indy? Yeah
1: Tomorrow during the Arctic Blast
3: 2022
2: That's what
1: they say, dude Dude, my mom my mom has called and texted me like four times Has she? Uh,
3: my mom called today actually
1: Everyone's so worried I. What's funny is Like during storms they freak out and then nothing happens And then I'm this time I'm just going to be like Well yeah it'll be fine And I'll just be on the side of the road It'll be like a Hallmark movie I'm taking care of a baby all of a sudden <laughs> Keeping the baby warm Yeah Where'd he get the baby? It's yeah. in my survival kit <laughs> I didn't ask for the baby they give you responsibility, so you have a reason to live. Right. <laughs> that's in the survival kit. <laughs> that's, in the, that's the
3: that's
2: in the survival
3: kit. I who knows what if it'll happen though. Uh, yeah, it's just gonna be windy and cold.
2: Is there supposed to be a, a like a snowstorm in Kokomo? Yeah, dude. Like they,
1: I've saw nine inches.
2: Oh shit! Okay. I've never seen nine. Um, <laughs> uh, my the
1: the biggest worry is the cold is like the wind. Right. Because
2: uh, Indiana is yeah. so flat, right?
1: It's the flattest place there is. Uh, quick, quick little <laughs> trivia question: Why is it so flat? Who knows this?
2: I don't know this. Do, 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 do. I have no idea.
1: Really, Daniel?
0: Nope.
1: Oh, awesome! All right, everybody, get your notebooks out. Teachable moment. So, and it's the same reason the Great Lakes exist. It's where the uh, the ice shelf cut off. That's as far south as it went. It was like just southern Indiana, uh, right, like Kentucky border. That's where all those mountains and stuff are. So it pushed all that sediment and everything down south and just flattened everything like a,
2: they just raked it flat. So Have they ever found dinosaurs in Indiana? They found dinosaurs everywhere. Well, I wanted to know specifically. Like Indiana. famous ones? Yeah, like uh, uh, are, are they, uh, they finding yeah. fossils? At the
1: Children's Museum of Indianapolis, I've seen plenty of fo- fossils. Now, if those fossils were harvested from... Hoosier lands. You know that movie, The Land Before know. Time.
3: Yeah, Littlefoot. Yeah, Littlefoot. Kokomo. Yeah,
1: dude, he's a <laughs> oh, <right>. Kokomo. Kokomo. <laughs> really? Dude, that means Petrie. Petrie and fucking what's the other one? Yeah, dude, they're from the North End. Oh, what is the other? What are the other ones' names? There's Spike. that one that says Spike. like
2: yep, 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 yep. Do that's Petrie. Yeah. Okay. Ducky,
1: Ducky, that's Ducky. He's right. Okay. Ducky says yep. Wow. So it looks like I'm watching.
2: I got.
0: I know what I'm doing this Christmas. Lance. Yeah,
2: dude, that's not true. But <laughs> and today we have professional sports better, Indy Matthew, Eat Sleep Rock owner Danny Shaw, and gu- guitarist of the Reveal Josh Norfleet. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Thanks for yeah, having us. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Merry
2: yeah.
0: Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, dude. Yep. Do you you do you celebrate Hanukkah? Kind of. Yeah. I haven't lit the candles in a while. Tonight is actually, it's Hanukkah tonight. Technically, he no, counts. Really? He
2: counts all his coins. That's what he does <laughs> each day. I don't have to count. Okay. That's right. I know. <laughs> I know oh, it's there. That's, that rocks.
1: He just like he just wants his hands to smell like money again. So, he <laughs> or <all> they <laughs> just
2: smell like
0: money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. It's a
2: chicken or the egg kind of thing.
1: Do they make a uh, like a, I can't, I don't know if kosher is the right word. Do they make a, a Jewish lotion that just smells of cash? <laughs>
0: That's what you're missing is we don't need the lotion. <laughs> okay, all, right. <laughs> all
1: right, back to
3: me. Do you yeah. celebrate Christmas, those two? Like...
0: So my dad, his family celebrates Christmas, okay. and then I'm, I'm Jewish on my mom's okay, side, okay, okay. which is the real Jewish. The it's significant
1: just... side. Interesting. Now, Hanukkah, which ones where the oil Lasted that's, that's Hanukkah. That's Hanukkah. You What's Passover?
0: Right. Passover is that when
1: Moses was walking the people through the desert? <laughs> that's, I'm not even. I'm not even <laughs> joking. I'm just ignorant.
0: So Passover, I think, is when they had to like eat unleavened bread for a certain amount of time because the, the yeast diet. wouldn't rise. Uh, yeah. I didn't go to Hebrew school and like didn't get bar mitzvah, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask. But I know that it has something to do with. That's kind of like where the the diet comes from is I Passover, I think. And then Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year and so then <laughs> Oh, continue. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I don't really uh yeah, then that, that was it. <laughs> yeah, not much to not, not, not much where
1: to go from there, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it. You learn
0: something yeah, being Jewish is pretty cool.
2: <laughs> what is the significance of the Jewish uh, New Year?
0: Um, I mean it's it's just New Year to the Jew. Ju- like the Chinese have theirs, you know.
1: Uh, are you guys pre-Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> in oh, terms dude! Of your New Year, not in terms of a <laughs> civilization. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm mud, pretty sure. I'm pretty muddy on that. I'm pr-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure our New Year dates. Just as far, you know, it no, goes I mean, goes uh, back far. <laughs>
1: Do you st- okay, I, mean, I said it wrong. What calendar date would you say? I you feel mean? like I'm
0: being interrogated I'm about interrogated. being Jewish right now. Well,
1: I would prefer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not being interrogated.
0: You know, with all the shit that's going on with Kanye, that's pretty not cool, guys.
1: <laughs> Who? Oh, oh.
0: Yeah,
3: PR training.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a tough go for Kanye. Just up, boys. That's okay. These are new jeans. Sorry, they're a little
0: nice. stiff. but it's older than China's. In case you were. <laughs> <a question. laughs> I mean, China <laughs>
1: celebrates theirs like a month ahead or behind or something like that. I mean, what date is a lie on? Dude, I
0: knew that was the next question that's coming, I and I don't, time. I don't actually know. All right, well, it remains a mystery. I know that's so bad.
2: <laughs> no, it's not bad. I mean, I, I feel like. When I was growing up, I didn't really go to church. It would be, like, every now and then. Um, When I was, like, a little, little kid, we would go to to midnight mass for, like, Christmas and Easter and shit like that. Like, good Catholics.
0: I've been there with my dad.
2: You were twice a year Catholic? Yeah, exactly. I I went to a Catholic
3: church one time for mass, and since I'm not Catholic, they still made me, like get up in the line to do communion but i had to cross my arms and i, yeah. I the, the catholic i felt like i was shunned by the catholic church dude
1: there's a special ceremony you have to go through to be able to take the host mm. Mm. yeah
3: so th- so in your say, mouth
1: you could dude people would just stick their tongue out that's the classic way to do it for real really because it's supposed to go straight from like the holy person to you and then like no touching in between but they like that got a little weird. So they started—you could take it in your hand and then put it in your own mouth. But there's still people that just go out there and fucking, uh, mm-hmm. and just let the priest stick their— Because I've done communion— it melts in your mouth.
3: I've done communion in, like, a Christian church before.
0: Same. Yeah. You know what yeah.
3: I
2: mean? Well, what's the difference between communion at a Christian church and a Catholic church?
1: Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so they're—at uh, least— in the, at the diocese that I belong to in Kokomo, Indiana, which I'm sure the, is what Josh went to. Did you go to St. Patrick or St. Joan of Arc?
3: I did not grow up Catholic at all.
1: The, uh, which church did you attend the one time you attended Mass?
3: No, this was in Nashville when I did uh, that.
1: Well, never mind. Yeah. But at St. Joan of Arc, there's a convent of nuns who do not have any connection with the outside world, and they make the bread for the communion of all the diocese. And the, the leader of the diocese is in West Lafayette, Indiana, it's a huge fucking church. The bishop's there, and the bishop is just like big shit. Like if you're Catholic, that's a big deal. But there's a when you get confirmed, you have to go meet the bishop, and there's like a special thing. And he walks down a line, and you're on your knees, and you got to kiss his ring. Oh it's man, it's like a it's like a sacred ring. Yeah, I was like, at, dude, at that point, I knew I was out.
2: At yeah. That point. How old were you?
1: 26 no, no no i was like i was actually like 11 or 12 i didn't really start doing that shit kind of until kind of late in the game that's
2: perfect raping age for uh for the catholic oh, church yeah
1: i was a fucking fresh ribeye sitting
3: <laughs> like yeah i didn't grow up catholic at all i grew up in like a, a southern baptist church honestly like i i went to uh like a big like joel olstein church like a big corporate church oh, like, fun. like a you know, like big production yeah. style churches and then went from like a small southern Baptist church that like we played bluegrass music and like someone would speak in like tongues and scream and that yeah. type of shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting. I always wanted to go to a church where they spoke in tongues. Yeah. You know, there's a scene on Borat where he does that.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. This church wasn't that intense, yeah. but it, it was a, it was a lot. They lot have
0: like a that. rock band no
3: no <laughs> you know what churches I i'm do, talking about like those, churches. <laughs> those are nashville churches dude <laughs> yeah they I, have I, those
0: in vegas I too i would
3: go to a church like that in kokomo yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what i mean that would they had like Crossroads? big bands uh no oakbrook
1: dude oh yeah oakbrook's a big
0: they all have names like that. the one in vegas was canyon ridge yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oak brook right, yeah. dude
3: Put your money in the offering plate, please.
2: (laughs) I took this trip out to Colorado with a friend, and he had gigs uh, playing with this dude who was playing in churches. He was a Christian artist. And uh, I was probably – I was 18. I actually just graduated from high school whenever this happened. And I was already turned off from religion. I wasn't into it at all. But um, this experience made it even weirder. Like seeing all the people – that were super into it on like a Thursday or Friday night, go to church to see a, a Christian artist. Yeah. I just wasn't into it.
1: Um, One time, Dusty and I, we went to uh, this thing in downtown Kokomo where these big strong dudes <clears throat> were like ripping Bibles and shit. I know what you're and, talking about. Like, the you know, Lord's force, like, force, dude. Lord's shit. Force, I think that was them. And they had like blow-up inflatables. It was just shit for kids. And at the end of it, it got real Christian, real fast. It was like a fun day with music all day. Then all of a sudden, they're asking everybody. Everyone's fucking crying, waving their hands in the air. <laughs> Ask everybody, pledge your allegiance to Jesus Christ right now. I'm like, ah, I just to, <laughs> where's the fucking hot dog called? Yeah. It got real Christian, real hard, which is, I mean, whatever. Everyone was having a good time.
3: Yeah, like, dude. Oh.
0: Those people are the best.
1: I know. What do they do? I
3: don't know. Because <laughs> I honestly, I quit going to church as much then because there was one year I wanted to play more baseball. Like I was playing, oh. I was in like Babe Ruth baseball. It was summer and we were playing a lot of baseball games. And then I remember when I came back, I like had my guitar with me, walked into church and the pastor said, he goes, oh, look, the prisoner's back.
1: Uh-huh. And that just, felt, yeah, that just felt, yeah, that just felt right. Yeah. And it just uh-huh. felt so
3: dark and evil. I was just like, yo, Fuck this. Dude, that guy sucks so bad. Did you burn that
0: church down right after that?
3: No. I think that guy's dead, honestly. <laughs> Seriously, I think he is dead.
0: A way to make it real. Fuck. <laughs> I think Jesus he is dead. Christ. But he was old.
3: He was old. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was an old guy. Well, contextually more likely. Yeah, he was a nice guy, but I just remember he made that comment, and I was just like, is this really, like, what the Jesus, like, God thing is all, yeah. you know what I mean? Like,
2: Well, there's se- several different, like, church stereotypes. There's the old dude. There are the Karens. There are the hot, young, 20-something-year-old chicks, like the blonde with the little nose piercing. And then there's, like, the middle-aged dude who's, like, the worship leader, oh, which yeah. there are a lot of those in Nashville. Oh, yeah. um, I worked at a, at this place when I lived in Colorado called Wildwood Guitars. This was after I took that trip out there. But worship leaders would always come in, um, and they always wanted Taylor Guitars. <laughs> So that made me hate Taylor Guitars. And they would always play My Sweet Lord by George Harrison. And I just wanted to be like, I don't think that song means what you think it means. Mm -hmm. Did you know George Harrison did
1: drugs? Oh, man. Speaking of the Beatles, that's a great, uh, great intro. So I met this guy today. I was in his house working. And it's the, it's the rich guy who invented the vaccine 30 years ago who hasn't had to work for anything, but now he's a quote-unquote philant- philanthropist. Um, what, and he,
3: he did a specific vaccine? or
1: He f- discovered some protein that they now use in modern vaccines like a long time ago. So okay. he pretty much never had to work. I mean, he's like, he millions and millions of dollars. This dude's house is insane. It's like a museum. He's got like two Italian handcrafted pieces that took 15 years apiece. That are worth almost, they're they're over 500, they're insured for over $500,000. This dude has a staircase where the railings are lined in gold. And it's real gold. If you, I was up close to it this close today, you can tell someone melted gold and welded it onto the shit. He had marble crushed into powder and put into a paste. And he has an old wooden, like, wooden wall. like And there's columns. And he had the whole thing smeared with marble crushed up. It looks, it's insane. And then uh, he, uh, he, sh- he goes, come here, look what I just bought online. And he goes, this is an original uh, Paul McCartney uh, bass. I was like, fuck. But it's special. It's one of a kind because the same dude who did the illustrations for the uh, Yellow Submarine movie and the artwork for the album, uh, he doodled on this bass. It's, it's one of one. And he died a month after he did this.
3: Holy fuck. What the fuck? That's he, epic.
0: He was on the phone with
1: his assistant when I got there. And he said, I heard, and it, he, he reiterated this to me later. He goes, I will pay any price for this. So who knows what he spent. He, he didn't divulge how much he spent. But I'm sure that was an ins- that's an insane piece. And then he's bidding for another thing to match it here like at the same time. It was what wild, what yeah. kind
2: of bass was it? Was it like a Rickenbacker or one of those? It's, it's the, the it's, violin it's bass. It's a violin. Yeah, The like Hofner.
1: Is that what they're called? Yeah, the Hoffner. Yeah. yeah, it's the big violin. But he showed a picture. Showed me a picture of. It. I was like,
2: oh my god, that's insane. What did it look like? Did it just have crazy psychedelic colors and shit? Um,
1: no, it was a normal looking, like, like kind of washed out wood color for the bass, and then it was just in black marker. But it was like a kind of an elaborate doodle.
2: Uh, what was it of?
1: Uh, some clouds. Um, a little figure pointing at something. That was really it. It was simple, but it was like well done. It was it was like in yellow submarine style, you know, kind of goofy, weird cartoon, but just in black marker. So I'm sure that thing. Who knows what he fucking paid for that? And then he showed me his car collection. Jesus, he has a red Bugatti. No Bugatti. They copies. all cl- they're all
0: classics, aren't they?
1: Well, he showed me his like uh the Bat-layer, the Bat, layer, the bat cave. That's oh what he called it. Oh, my him. God. Dude, he goes, do you like Batman? Are you familiar? He goes, are you familiar with Batman? <laughs> he <laughs> asked like, you if you're
0: familiar with Batman. <laughs>
1: but yeah, oh, he yeah. goes, okay, I love Batman. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So he has this red Corvette. It's beautiful. And he showed it to me. He goes, do you know the original Batmobile? He's like, it was black with red highlights. So I'm like, okay, but it's a red Corvette. He goes, next week, this goes to the shop. I'm getting all the red turned black. And all the black turn red, so he's like getting it uh, black but red highlights, which I don't think they make. He's getting it custom made, and on the back is a custom license plate that says uh, the bat or like Batmobile or
2: something like that. So you it's, know, it's like it. the sixty style Batmobile. It's a, it's
1: a brand new Ferrari looking Corvette, but he's gonna make it look like his own Batmobile. And then next to it was a Bentley, like a town car, huge town car Bentley. He, yeah, it was nuts. And then on the back of that one, it said Wayne Enterprises. He goes, "I was like, so that one's like your business vehicle, and this one's the Batmobile." He goes, "Exactly." exactly. <laughs> he was so pumped. But that is that is just immense wealth. I mean, it's it's unreal, dude. The guy's the nicest fucking dude ever. Is he ever. single? Uh, he uh, his. <laughs> I met his girlfriend the other day. She. So has, he's you know, not married. He just has a girlfriend. His his wife died of. Uh, complications during a surgery 6 hours oh ago. Oh shit. Mm. Yes. I'm sure he'll appreciate me saying that. <laughs> but I no one's going to know. Who he is. But uh yeah, that's what happened. So he dates this professional singer now. I don't she like sings on stage maybe in plays like musicals. She had a lot of awards that uh, like Tonys and shit. Okay. Oh yeah. fuck, that's a whole other world. She Good thing we don't
0: know these people's names. I was
1: in her apartment the other day too, and that apartment has to be every bit of two million dollars
2: downtown. Oh shit, that's the the one that you had to go all the way up for. Oh yeah, all the way
0: up. How many floors? Thirty-eight. Mm-hmm.
2: Whoa. Wow. Yeah, she's so on the thirty-eighth floor
1: downtown Nashville. You can see everything. It's wild. Fucking a, dude. I know, dude. There's amazing. It's it's nuts. It's nuts in and around the city, just how many people are fucking just living life. Oh yeah, Franklin area. When so you go down money. there and
3: drive by those houses, dude,
1: it's just bizarre. Cause where where we're from, yeah, Josh and I, nothing. There's nothing like that at all. Sugar Mill,
3: right? There's like some some small neighborhoods of the
1: elitist. The elite. Yeah. But uh, like what insurance is that? Agents and shit. They're not. Really shit. Yeah. What right. is
2: that one neighborhood called that you guys have an instrumental called after? Brookshire. Brookshire. It was like a,
3: a nicer neighborhood, yeah.
2: Brookshire. Yeah, nice
1: houses there. there. Spent a lot of time in Brookshire. Yeah, dude.
2: That's what that's about. I'm sure they were balling out of control in Vegas. This uh, is This is yeah. normal for you?
0: I mean, kind of. It's like different types of balling out. Like, there's some similarities, but out here people have, like, fucking crazy... Well, people have crazy estates in Vegas, but it's all desert. Out here it's like it's like people have their own fucking like like I don't know. Some people damn near have like their own mountains, it seems like in fucking lakes say, and yeah. shit like, you know what I mean? Like right. yeah. you just can't get that in Vegas.
2: If you're rich in Tennessee, you live on the side of a mountain. If yeah. you're poor in Tennessee, you also live
0: on that. Right? Can live in Well, and that's also what blows my mind is like in Franklin, especially 2 minutes from one another, you'll have like a trailer And like a random trailer, just like parked by a road, and then you'll have like a crazy estate. Yeah, yeah. Like just a couple minutes away from each
1: other. Just recently was just countryside, and now it's just everything's brand new
2: there. It's developed, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it continues to. to
2: Well, there's a target that's like out in the middle of nowhere over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've, I've been out at that target just when i was driving for uber and shit there's like a target and a kroger and a chick-fil-a next to each other it's like in a little strip mall but that's all that's out there yeah. and then a gas station a couple of gas stations but it's like deep out in franklin
1: Dude, i was in the kroger in franklin like a week ago it's like a different world
3: oh yeah i'm sure
0: from madison hell yeah yeah definitely madison, <laughs>
1: it's, yeah it's like a different world man it's unreal uh, Especially from
3: Madison, dude. Did I tell you the Ma- I was in Madison at the uh, neighborhood Walmart this year? Oh man! And I'm waiting in line at the deli because if you, the Walmart deli is not that bad.
1: <laughs> not that bad.
3: It's pretty good. You get a decent amount of food for a decent amount of price. And I'm just waiting in line, and I just hear the security guard and this other guy just be like, oh, "Fuck you, man!" And they just start shoving each other. And the security guard just pulls out some uh, pepper spray and just pepper sprays him, dude. It oh, was the most shit. craziest thing. Yeah. And, uh, nice. Yeah. And the guy, the security guard, like, shoved him out, but he walked back in and was just, like, running around Walmart screaming. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And he was, like, flipping over carts. And <laughs> the, I, like, I got my food and then I, like, started to walk towards the register and, like, the this Walmart, like, person was like yo come this way there's a crazy man and i i, I like went with her for a little bit and then eventually i was just like i gotta pay for my fucking food and go like i didn't do anything to this
2: guy <laughs> dude a, a couple of months ago i was at the the madison walmart when i was there uh this guy got stopped you know they make you show your receipt on the way out because it's mainly self checkout now right of this course. guy got stopped and he had this big ass trash can it was filled with shit <laughs> And, um, they tried to stop him and he just kept going. And this dude chased him out and like took the trash can filled with shit and brought it back in. Oh, nice. good Samaritan? Yeah. It good? He, well, it was, uh, the, like an old guy who was at the front door. He was like an African immigrant or something like that. So he had a super thick accent. He was just oh, okay. yelling at this other guy. It was, it was kind of funny. Not
1: going to stand for that shit.
2: No, no. And that's exactly the vibe that I got. He was yeah. like, this is too far.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not on my watch. Uh, <laughs> it's a
3: different vibe out there in Madison.
1: It's, it's a.
3: Because, yeah, we're like people. It's wild west. People man. just walk right in Gallatin as cars are driving by <laughs>
1: yeah. in the middle of the road.
0: You get that here in Antioch, too. Yeah.
1: It's kind of everywhere. Uh, hmm. I was at the uh, Sam's Club in Hendersonville, and we're checking out. And there's a lot of people there. And everyone, you know, the pizza's not great, and their food's all right but it's like it's dirt cheap right and the last thing you want is to be hungry when you're rifling through a giant grocery store but we're sitting there we're checking out and behind us i hear a little bit of commotion and then we see this guy holding a piece of pizza going at a brisk pace uh, out <laughs> of the cafeteria area <laughs> so we're, we put two and two together i like oh that guy just definitely just grabbed a piece of pizza i think like it was like the classic drive through Where they hand him the bag And then someone flies by and Just drives it. off Dude, he just like swooped it Grabbed it And just goes Like at a Like a speed walking pace <laughs> Did he get away? Some guy goes Hi, 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 hi <laughs> And then he just the, fat, the more he yelled The faster he started Scurrying it out And everybody was like Ah, fuck it Just let him have it It's a dollar a piece of pizza right, But dude. still everybody Just looked at each other Like, oh, what are you gonna do? Right, right. I know what we could do <laughs> But it's like uh, it was—it was, it was funny. Was just a dollar piece of pizza, right? It was. Yeah, hey, he's got audacity.
2: I've seen all kinds of crazy shit in Nashville. I remember when I first started. Uh, when I first moved here, I had to ride the bus to work every morning, and I yes. saw, you know, that fucking gas station. If you're coming from downtown and you just cross over into East Nashville, that Sitco right on the right. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I saw. These two dudes at like 6 a.m. come to blows. Oh. They were in a fist fight at that fucking gas station. Oh, shit. Yeah. You never know. No. You and can fucking,
1: at any time in Madison.
2: It can. Um, <laughs> Millhouse works right at that lot, too. That's where Kevin's lot is. Mm-hmm. So he always tells me stories about that. He says there's homeless people. They take shifts. You know, there's always homeless people on the median. Yeah. Right yeah. there uh, coming off of uh, the fucking highway. Um, He says that homeless people take shifts. He said there's two one armed guys that he watched get into a fight one day.
1: What do they take shifts doing? Begging? Yeah, begging. Or panhandling. I guess begging kind of. I mean, there's no non (laughs) condescending way to say this. That's the thing about I saw a guy. I (laughs)
3: love organizing
1: now. That fucking rocks.
0: Did I see him? Uh, There's this one right off of Haywood Lane that I see get picked up a lot of times when I get. When I come like home from work, is he, you know, is he it away? it's he a lady who a lady. has, oh, yeah. Um, she has, uh, she's missing a leg. <laughs> Let's just put it that she's way. An I'm not going to speak to how she lost it <laughs> or if she ever had it. I don't know. I'm just saying right. she... She has person? crutches, and she gets picked up in okay. a Nissan Altima. <laughs> okay, I got to do that. Okay, I got put two and two together. <laughs>
2: Nissan Altima. Well, sometimes the homeless people, they, uh, they're they not actually homeless. That's what, Yeah, dude. We've seen that episode of 2020, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I had a rider. What writer, are you doing today? I had a rider for Uber one time who grew up in Nashville, and he told me, he's like, before you give a homeless person money, always look at their shoes. Oh. He said if their shoes are in good condition, then they're not homeless. Okay, I uh, like to look yeah. at. Uh, I
3: don't. I don't like to look at them at all. Because <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> because that's the thing about manhandling. Like, if you're gonna do it well, you got to at least like dress the part. Like, oh, I, I saw a guy today who was like, had a fucking phone and was drinking a Powerade and like took a bite out of something. I'm like, he's fine. And then yeah. he had a bunch of wands with him. I was well, like, people okay. been giving him money, dude. I have... at least
1: you at, me- at least make it not obvious. You know what yeah. I mean? I like to. I felt. I really patted myself on the back one day, and uh, one of our friends uh, saw me do this, and I was kind of embarrassed, but I was trying to do a good deed. I gave this guy a bag of groceries, and then I didn't realize he saw me in traffic and texted me. He's like, hey, man, that was nice. And it made me feel nice, but I was like, ah, I wasn't trying to do it for that. Right. I was like, I guess I'm just, oh, I'll be a, I'll accidentally be a good person.
2: Indy <laughs> <laughs> did... Uh- dump arsenic all in the oatmeal that he gave him, though. So. Oh,
1: yeah, I that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
2: no, you know, I, I know this
1: professional panhandler. Of course, they're all professionals. Technically. Um, I was in Boston for the Boston Marathon pre-bombing. And... Uh, it was rainy as fuck. It was terrible out. It rained the whole weekend.
2: That's was, in March, right? I believe so. It was yeah.
1: packed as fuck. I remember, everyone in Boston's Canadian, by the way. I don't know if you guys have ever been to
2: Boston. I've been to Boston a bunch it's of It's just times. a
1: bunch of Canadians. I get it. It's a cool city. And it's right there.
2: Yeah. They but, they all come down. A lot of uh, Canadians come down to Boston, to Maine, New Hampshire yeah. and shit. They come down here and they buy cigarettes and clothes and shit because it's cheaper down here. Oh, yeah. Here. She
1: was cranking a hoon for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we got to talking. And uh, oh, there was this guy panhandling, and we heard him shouting. And he goes, "Can I get a down payment on a chicken sandwich?" And he said that. Is that from a movie, by the way? Is it? Did he did he make that up, or is that stolen? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys I don't know. I, don't know sure. I feel yeah. like it's from a movie, but goddamn, it made up. It, it sounds funny. Laugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. damn, it's fucking awesome. That's yeah. hilarious. So like, damn, I've never heard anything like that. So like, I think we gave him like five bucks. And then come like three p.m., we're like back on the same street. We've been walking around shopping all day. And we see the same, I mean, he's unmistakable, like, looks tall, slender, uh, good-looking dude. And he walks, he immediately, nothing else in his hands, just walks straight into the liquor store. He's in there 10 seconds, walks out with a giant bottle of vodka. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I I didn't know they had chicken-flavored vodka, but goddamn, he found (laughs) it. (laughs) He got it. He got what he wanted, though. Goddamn. Well, I always. That was th- funny. That was even actually funnier than the original part. Because <laughs> we were like, damn, He really got us <laughs> all that. <night." Yeah. laughs> he tugged at our heartstrings and said a funny joke. We're like, oh, yeah, fuck it. And then he was yeah, just so like, get fucked I'm up. Get fucked up, man. Yeah. Get fucked. I mean, how else are you going to sleep outside? You got to be fucking Yeah hampered, dude.
3: No, that's true. I never thought Poor, of it that man. way. Unless Honestly.
0: you live in California. I guess, true. Because yeah. the weather's always nice.
1: That's mecca for homeless
0: people. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Santa Barbara? I've never
1: been to the West Coast, dude. i have just. To Ally. I've never been to Ally. No, I've never been that way. The farthest west I've been is Rado to snowboard at oh, Steamboat Springs. It's the farthest I've been. That's pretty dope. Rado's too. pretty sick, That's dude. So Rado, Rado. <laughs> I got snowboard lessons from a, from a Native American guy named like Joe Wob or some shit. He, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, did you did you have to add, did you want to add something about that?
1: No, no. Everyone <laughs> could everyone can just kind of figure that one out. Uh. He was he was like the whole cast of the movie Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> Are you, do you guys remember that? Maybe I'm old. You guys no, Johnny I
2: remember Johnny I remember. Tsunami. I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah, he was a a, a surfer that started snowboarding, right?
1: Yeah, his dad got relocated for uh, for work, and he was all bummed because he was like a surfer, bruh. And then he moved to Colorado. He's like, I guess you can board and ride
2: it. That
0: was Disney. Wasn't Disney, that a Disney yeah, movie? Yeah, it was a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: like the Disney like Saturday night Dude, movie. And his
0: yeah.
1: grandpa, who's actually Shang Tsung from the fucking Mortal Kombat movies. <laughs> Shang Tsung is Johnny Tsunami's grandpa, by the way, which is a sick fact. But Shang Tsung <laughs> comes all the way to Colorado <laughs> to visit him because he brings that border lifestyle to him. Right. And then uh, the whole time, whatever the Hawaiian word for like, uh, son or like my guy—I don't know what it is—but it's it's porno, and it sounds like he's calling him porno the whole time. <laughs> I remember being a kid thinking that was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so why is the guy calling him fucking porno? <laughs> it's his grandson—that's that's something weird about that. But now every time you get on Pornhub, it's
0: and <laughs> <laughs>
1: So it makes a lot—it makes a lot more sense now. I get it. Anyway, that's Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> what other Disney Channel movie you want a synopsis of, dude? I gotta fucking roll it. Down. Uh,
2: what about the Thirteenth Year? Do you remember that one?
1: Is that when the dude turns into a mermaid? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. Uh. Is a, is a, a Disney. Yeah.
3: What about uh the one that's a like the house is smart house, smart house, smart, smart house.
0: house. Oh, I, mean I remember smart that. House was sick too. Remember the girl jump, the, jump, the house yeah. is jumping. Yeah, that's yeah. right,
1: dude. And that thing starts. Slinging oranges at him at ninety eight miles an hour, trying to commit homicide via orange to this family. <laughs> I fucking love that house. Great movie, dude. Great record. Great record.
0: <laughs> Wasn't uh Luck of the Irish one too oh, a Disney Luck movie. Yeah, he also you plays remember?
1: basketball. He plays basketball.
2: And he was a leprechaun, right? And he, his family owned a potato yep, chip company. Exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, of course they did. Dude, I remember I was one of the first times I got really, really stoned. I had to I we were out in the country and I ended up just like rolling around at at our friend uh, Michael's house where I used to hang out okay and uh, I remember rolling we had these girls over and we just got way too stoned before they came over and I was just geek and I was just having a time in you euf- literal literal euphoria uncontrolled laughing because I was sitting there getting awkward and it was just getting more and more high <laughs> and I had these sour cream and onion lay's potato chips which still smack to this day oh yeah and I was I was eating those and I had this thought and I was thinking about I can taste the Ireland on these potatoes. I remember saying that to myself and then thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, I just sit myself into a fit of laughter. And I had to walk away from the bonfire. And I'm just rolling around in the pitch black in the grass, just losing my shit. I'm sure those girls thought I was fucking losing my mind. I was, but I was having a way better time than they were. Thinking about the Ireland on my potatoes
0: I was eating.
2: I don't think anything has ever matched the first time I got high what happened well the first couple of times i smoked weed i didn't get i didn't get high at all like it took two or three times before i actually got high yeah but i was with um my friend that uh that lives in nashville i won't say his name just to protect him you guys <laughs> you guys have all met him now i don't know if yeah. you have um but um he was me and danny's roommate for a time but Uh, we, he had always been my stoner friend and had smoked weed and he always tried to convince me to smoke weed. And I was like, I was very like straight edge when I was a kid, I didn't drink, didn't smoke when I was in high school at all. I was, I was afraid of everything. And then he finally convinced me to do it. And we, it was in October. It was like a nice fall night and we went out and, uh, it was over by my friend, uh, Simon's house and uh he was like look up at that light cuz i was like i think i'm high he's like look up at that light and then i looked up at the light and i just started laughing uncontrollably
0: yeah. <laughs> looking the at the light, light. <laughs> the light looked different yeah it does you ever, oh, go, ahead, go ahead i was going to say you always know you're high when you if your hands look funny yeah. if you look down at your hands and you're like oh shit my fucking hands look weird that's how you know
1: the first time I did shrooms, I remember I I was I stood up and walked around, and I remember feeling like I was, like, fucking 20 feet tall. I was like, m- I'm so high off the ground right now. Uh, yeah, your depth perception gets weird. It does. I used to have, the when we took acid for the first time, uh, <laughs> the first time for everything. We're just going to do our first time stories. No, I just, uh, there's poignant poignant moments in being high with, uh, with us here on The Poptimus. No, I took I <laughs> took acid. I had this like <laughs> blue light in the in my room. Right. And uh, we lived in this house called the Tower. And it was one. It was like one room, and then there were stairs, and then another room, and then stairs, and then another room. And like within those levels, there was a kitchen and like all the amenities and bathrooms. It was straight up. It was built forever ago. The house didn't make sense. And it was a like fire hazard because if there was one, if there was one flame, vertical. I mean, the whole thing is vertical. It's holy shit. Anyway, in my room there's a blue light, and when you walk into this blue light, you can see all the veins in your body. It was weird how it worked, but you can see fucking all your veins. And then I just walked upstairs and I was like, Where's everybody at? And there's just like fifteen people just looking at their arms <laughs> in my room, like and it's just blue light. I'm like, Well it was like the scene from I Am Legend where they're all sitting there <laughs> Were they on acid too? <laughs> oh everyone's on oh. acid. But they were all breathing in a room in the dark together. I was like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of this place. How old were you? Uh I think I was six and a half. <laughs> 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 no, I was like 23 or 24 I don't
2: know Were you in college? It was Collegio C What was Greek life like? What was it like to be in a frat? It's
1: called mescaline, man <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way to fly No, I, I joined the fraternity Sigma Phi Epsilon Because uh when I went to or- this is and I'll shout out Ball State for this too. Uh, people need to know this. This is kind of fucked up, but when I went to orientation there, like to to tour the school, I hadn't even like signed up to go there yet. Uh, the leader, what they do is the Greek life recruits leaders to infiltrate that system of tour guides and shit because you can promote Greek life before they even get to school. I didn't know this till I joined, but it makes perfect sense now. So this girl was my tour guide, showing us all around. She's our ambassador to the school, so she's fucking cool, right? So she's telling us all these stories, and then people start asking questions about, like, getting in trouble, what's partying like, like, how strict are the dorms. It kind of leads into that type of shit. And then she starts immediately talking about her—I think her exact words were, if you want to party and never get arrested, join a fraternity or sorority. Those were her, like, exact words. So, I mean, who's not sold when you're fucking leaving high school? Right. It, like ready to go party, and it's a ball state's a party school. Oh, they yeah. were rated the worst sports culture school in America by ESPN a few years ago, because everyone just parties, goes to tailgates, and then leaves. So of course, everyone's joining Greek life if you can if you can afford it. It's fucking egregious. Does it cost money to join a fraternity? It was, it was like four hundred a semester. Oh shit. Um, and that's, it's probably way more than that to be honest. But it was like I think it started at like four four and some change a semester, and it went up. And then of course there's other things you got to pay for the whole time, and then you are forced to live at the fraternity house for two years too. Wow! So that's guaranteed income for the alumni board. It's a fucking. It's really just a pyramid scheme, but I get it. Uh, it's a
3: pyramid scheme, but they set it up like you're the part of the Illuminati, dude.
1: You're the product, right? Yeah, you're you are the product. It's interesting, um, but the rituals were fun. I mean, it's a fun thing, and they do. They do do things like they force us to have study hours. It kept my grades really high because our grade, uh, we had to have very high grades. And the fraternity I joined, they had won the uh, the sports championship every year for 10 years in a row. And I I gave up playing a couple different sports at like D3 Christian col- colleges and stuff like that. I, I just wasn't interested in doing anything like that. So I still wanted to play sports and shit. So I was like, oh, that's a way to, to do that and have wow. fun and never get in trouble. So yeah, there I was, and then within one semester, I was on the executive board, VP recruitment, bro. So then I was <laughs> the guy, getting people into the organization.
2: What would you say to recruit people?
0: <laughs> yeah, pitch us,
1: pitch you guys.
0: Yeah, like we're we're fresh people, well, we're 18. fresh, we're think, freshmen.
1: Okay. Well, they used to send us to this place in Chicago called CLA. Now, what CLA stands for, I couldn't tell you, but it's pretty much a sales boot camp. And you go to sales boot camp and all these fancy guys. We had, like, advertising guys from Abercrombie and all these big, like, fashion brands. Like, like uh, uh, think about, oh, man, this one guy. What's the guy from American Psycho?
2: Christian Bale. Christian Bale.
1: Well, guy that looked just like that. Like, those type of dudes. Patrick like, Bateman types. That just always have the right thing to fucking say at all times. <laughs> just smooth operators. Just so you're impressed when you go there. And then they're telling you, like, you got to, like make them ask what they like answer their own questions so you're like so what do you want to get out of college and then whatever they say you just input shit that you can do to help them achieve those goals or like whatever they're interested in so it doesn't matter what they're interested in there's a way for us to fit greek life into whatever they want and then we bring them over to the house recruiting with alcohol is very very strict and we i mean of course there's offshoot parties at little houses and stuff but at recruitment events you could not have alcohol because people like administrators would just roll through at any time. And if you do that, you're just fucking done for like two years and you can't have any fun or do anything. So mm. it's pretty strict. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much it's just like selling anything else, really. Only you're trying to get them to pay a bunch of money to party.
2: What was the weirdest thing you saw when you were in the frat? Weirdest thing I saw.
1: <sighs> that's a great question, man. That is a great cool. Or like
2: the haze. Did you guys have hazing rituals?
1: Yeah. So there's there's like. Uh, <laughs> um, Yes, but technically, yes. But when I joined, they had just gotten a bunch of trouble like two years. prior. Yeah. For Are you allowed
3: shit. to speak of such?
1: Well, you know, I probably could <laughs> without repercussion, but it, it probably wouldn't be cool. They, there's one there's one thing where they make you just stay up all night and chill with your boys in like a dark room. And you can't have any phones you can't do anything you just sit there and talk all night in the dark and have a sleepover but you're not allowed to sleep so there's like that's hazing technically because we all have class. that's not bad we all it's yeah. not bad that sounds like, fun we had like um there's like a scavenger hunt and shit like that um you have to go we had to go to all the sororities and sing them a song uh which was dope because a lot of people got fucked off what that, did you sing oh you have to sing the sweetheart song which i'm not going to sing it's a special Sig EP song, but oh, the girl I had to sing it to her name was Megan Fox. I no. remember that. Oh, uh, What? Vanna. Yeah.
0: Was <laughs> it was it the Megan Fox?
1: Natty, she's a blonde. She was very hot though. But uh, oops, phone down. But uh, yeah, they make you they make you do embarrassing shit like that just so to see if you're gonna play ball, and you have to dress the part, um, and then it helps you stay focus because you really realize that all your actions are being recorded by somebody and like it makes you really think about your social media what you're saying how you're acting in public and things it makes you have a business awareness mindset early on uh it gives you something more something bigger than you that's important that keeps you kind of in check which i like that part of
3: it no totally i would always hear about people saying like oh i've my business have impacted like from relationships that I have with my fraternity or my sorority yeah. you know and yeah. I mean and it's like
0: a brotherhood yeah. yeah
1: i've i've been to a bunch of job interviews where somebody interviewing me was a sigep when i got hired at enterprise the guy the final guy who interviewed me he was a sigep and he gave me the handshake and all that shit cuz it was on my resume and all you got to do is put it on your resume and almost any fraternity there's someone else out there and then even if it's not the same fraternity people respect other people just because unless unless there's like a big rival or whatever.
2: Did yeah. you guys have any rivals?
1: <laughs> um, everyone's rival was Sig just because they're like tall basketball dudes, and uh, everyone hated them because they were total cocks. They set someone's uh someone had bleachers made for their volleyball court, and the Sig Kai set it on fire. They were like scoundrels, bro. But Damn. they had to- They had sick parties. They uh, <laughs> somebody got ruffied at their did. house, and they dropped them off. In a church parking lot, though. I will say that. Yeah, fuck those guys. It was one of our brothers. (laughs) (laughs) He's all right Uh, now. No, he got accused of assault later, so he got kicked out of Ball State anyway. Maybe they're like, we're (laughs) chopping. Yeah, you got. Okay, so he had a threesome with this girl. (laughs) And so these two. So this one guy's getting ridden by this girl. And then his roommate comes in and he's like, what the fuck's going on? And she waves him over. He's like, whatever. So he goes over there and she's like, so she sucks his dick. <laughs> sucks his dick. So long story short, there's a threesome going on. Someone else walks in and starts videotaping it. Then this girl that liked one of the dudes involved in the threesome walked in and she was an older chick. And this girl involved was a, was a younger girl, um, of age, of age, but a younger girl. <laughs> and, uh, so this girl embarrassed her and called her a slut and all this shit made her leave the party cause they were in the same sorority. And then, uh, long story short, those two guys got kicked out of Ball State for having a good time.
2: What about the guy who was videotaping? (laughs) (laughs) And that's where Indy Matthews steps in.
1: Uh, Dude, luckily I wasn't there that night. I was doing dabs (laughs) somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, a, good I night to a do dabs. party, And I walked in And my, my friend Adam goes Oh my god, look at this video And I was like, oh man, Jesus Christ I'm so glad I wasn't there for that I will say in the video, everyone has, was having a good time And they were coherent <laughs> and having a great time It was
3: definitely a party school, dude
1: Oh, it was wild I,
3: I I don't ever remember seeing you there I remember partying at Ball State a lot But I don't ever remember seeing you there I
1: never there. really left that house It no. was a Three million, three point three million dollar house that was built two years before I got there. Jesus.
2: Oh shit! So it was like a newer house, brand
1: new, brand new, like apartment style house. Yeah. Can can they
2: afford to do this just because it's uh, because they have all the money fucking coming in from um, you guys, or what is it?
1: Um. So I'm not sure how it works. Technically, for the fraternity houses, Ball State, the the college owns the houses because it's on Ball State property. So there's some weird thing that goes on there. Now, did the Maybe the uh, alumni started like a grant fund. Maybe they put together some money. None of those guys are doing without, at least the ones involved in the alumni board. So they're all rich as fuck. So I don't know how they conjured up the money, but I know they needed to keep people in the house because there was a lot of pressure on me to recruit people because if people weren't paying rent, they weren't going to pay that. They have to Ball State. So we had to recruit people to pay for the fucking house.
2: How much was the rent? Um,
1: I don't know. It was a while ago. 2010, 2011, uh, so I want to say it was, like, in the 600s. That's not too bad. But I don't know. Yeah. In terms of living on campus, it's pretty reasonable, really.
2: It's such a different life than I lived in my early 20s, because... Same. Uh, as soon as I graduated high school, I just went and got jobs. Yeah. So I, I worked, like, a bunch of shitty retail jobs from basically, like, 18 until 21 or 22. Mm. Like I worked at a grocery store. I mean, I had I had a lot of fun. I was a fucking bottle clerk. So in in Maine, you have to uh, you pay extra tax up front, and then you return your bottles and cans to the store okay. or like a bottle redemption center. Oh, wow. But I worked at the front. It's like this place called Shaw's Supermarket. It's just like a Kroger or some shit. Um, and basically, I would have to like go. The, people would buzz over and say like oh the machine wouldn't take my bottles and i would have to feed them through this machine oh, man. i would have to scan them all and then the glass ones I, I would have to put on these fucking safety glasses and these gloves and i'll never forget that smell in a million years yeah. it's the smell of beer wine liquor and soda all four mixed together the bottom of a dumpster yeah like a bar trash can yeah something. exactly that's exactly what it's like
1: uh. yeah it's weird i'll smell stick with you like that
2: yeah, that's that's one one vivid memory I fucking have. It was uh working there and that smell and What's the worst job you've ever had? Probably working for Target, honestly. Okay. okay. I, as far as like working a big corporation, it was either working for Target or this freight brokerage company when I first fucking moved to Nashville. Okay. But that was like a professional air quotes sales job. Yeah. Um it's like a famous a famous place. I'm sure you you probably knew people who worked there. Fucking Ian worked there, but he worked right. at the location in Detroit. That was so funny. Yeah, we started laughing about it, but it was horrible because it 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 itself was a cross between a pyramid scheme and a, a puppy mill. Like oh, they would no. they would hire all of these kids straight out of college. And they would- <laughs> yeah, so it was all college kids. You can make a lot of money there, but you had to be like one of the boys, you know what okay. I mean? Because you would cold call on all these accounts and people would get fired and turned over so quickly. But if a bunch of people have called, yeah. like, I don't know, like Coca-Cola 10 million times and no one's gotten through and you get handed the account when someone gets fired and you call on it and they finally fucking pick up, then you're going to make a lot of money, basically. Yeah. So it's yeah. one part luck of the draw and one part discipline. But it was a horrible, horrible place to work. I worked there for nine months, and by the time I was there, I was like one of the senior people in the office. Wow. Damn. Turnover burn. rates high. Yeah, yeah. A lot of sales jobs are like that, though. They're, it's uh like no, turn and burn. Sure.
3: For sure. Radio is a lot like that, too. There's a lot of turnover. Oh, yeah. Many for sure. People getting fired.
1: I still need to call into uh, WTN. Is
0: that what <laughs> yeah, you should. I need to call. WTN is not associated with the Poptimist. They, were, they don't support any views. Or views. Uh,
2: Johnny B's actually been on the fucking Poptimist.
1: Oh, I love Johnny B. Yeah. He was on earlier. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, filling in for somebody. Fuck yeah, Johnny B. Johnny B deserves his own show. I said that for months. Bro. When, when they had that hiatus. Yeah.
2: You are not the only one. Because me and fucking Josh, I said to, to fucking Dan Mandis, I was like. You need to give uh, Johnny B his own show. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah
1: I was I was adamant about that. Fucking. Johnny it's Taco D- Tuesday,
2: Taylor. I don't know. Look <laughs> about it.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh
1: Jesus! Oh, my mic was on for that one. Oh Dan, fucking love Dan.
2: Yeah, Dan's great. Yeah, I I look back on the, on my fucking vintage Nashville days and it. It was going to visit you on Saturdays, dude. Remember when I would come visit you at the fucking radio station? Yeah, dude. That was a brutal shift. Yeah. What, what was it? It was like 9... Noon to 6. Noon to 6. Okay, that's it. And so Josh worked this shift at the radio station. It was noon to 6 every Saturday. And it was all the paid programming. And um, I would always go and hang out with Josh while he did his shift i didn't work there yet yeah and i did that probably at least a couple saturdays a month i would come in for maybe two or three hours and just kind of chill with you because there was nothing going on and um eventually i got fucking hired there and then i got that shift because josh didn't want to work it anymore <laughs>
3: <laughs> that shift was yeah you know, brutal out.
2: yeah I mean, it especially dealt with people
3: that like Rather than a host to like kind of gripe it at you it's like people that like hey I paid for this so it's it's different you know yeah yeah I mean? it is different
2: jeez huh.
3: I, I feel like my worst job though I'm trying to th- I was trying to think about that I had a job when I first moved here I worked at Dollar General <laughs> and that was kind of a brutal job I would stock shelves at like 5 a.m damn that's what I did at Target
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, when you work in a shift like that, it makes it so easy not to go. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, my Especially
2: God. when you're young.
1: Dude, in K-Town, I, get, I was getting paid $31 an hour. <laughs> so much money. But <laughs> I was, dude, I, I had to work from 10 o'clock at night until 7 in the morning. Right. And I would just never went to fucking work, ever. Just never went. You were in the
2: union, though, right? C-
1: impossible to get fired. Yeah. You had to try so hard. And I knew, I knew, this sounds so shitty saying now. Cause I would n- I'm I would never do this now, but I knew it, to the T what every rule was attendance wise, and I flexed every little, just found every little nook and cranny of that rule book I could to squeak out extra days. Cause it just it just sucks, dude. It's cold as shit, like in the winter time in Indiana. You're in a mm-hmm. big like steel building. It's not warm, and I'm working. I get off work when the sun comes up. So yeah, when you work late shift, like even second shift, it's like it's just like ah fuck it. I'm not doing that. I'm not going and being uncomfortable all night. It Sucks.
0: But it was w- nice when you got that paycheck, though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that was one of your worst jobs then?
1: Um. No, no. Well, so it would it would piss me off. What w- the worst part about working at the factory was my first day. I got sat down by the union boss, and he told me. Uh, he told me the story because my dad was uh, worked in an office. He was like salary guy and the union people don't get along with the salary people they're at war for some for some weird reason (laughs) and uh he'd said we know who you are we know who your daddy is and he said don't think you're going to come in here and change anything he goes we've built a lifestyle for ourselves and nothing like that's going to change he goes so no it doesn't matter what you say or do he thought i was going to be a narc is pretty much so it was like he was telling me it's prison rules you're going to have to keep your mouth shut and don't tell anybody what you see and don't tell on anybody, and everything will be fine. And then uh, literally the day before that, the, the HR manager, I'm pretty sure, literally told us because India has a right to work state. He goes, you don't have to join the union, but if you don't, your life will be hell. That was his exact words. So I was like – that was my first two days there, and I was like, fuck, like this, this sucks. And like he sat me down special. He didn't sit down any other new guy. And this is at ten o'clock at night on my first night working at night in this scary ass place where somebody died like two weeks ago.
0: Jeez. Yeah. So
1: it's just like Jesus fucking Christ, dude. So that put a real sour taste in my mouth for the next little while while I worked there. But I met a, I met some of the like coolest people ever. I yeah. I learned things that I would never see anywhere else. But would I do it again? Probably
3: not. That's what made me think I'd never think I've had a job that, that I've like hate like absolutely everything about it, I hated. You know what I mean? There was like, at least like, oh, there was someone cool there that was working. My yeah. boss was cool. I liked what they did or like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
3: But I don't, I don't know. I, because uh, I feel like I also had this job too in Kokomo. I, I worked for the, uh I was like a maintenance guy for like their section eight housing authority. Oh, like, That's a job. and yeah, I would see so many interesting things.
1: Oh, <laughs> sure. Goddamn.
3: And it, I don't think I, I would think I was making like $10 an hour or like something.
1: Something not worth it. Not worth
3: it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's how those jobs would be being like, though. Yeah, it was. It was, it was <laughs> weird, dude. Dude, dude, dude we, were, we went to this McDonald's and it was it was kind of slammed. <laughs> this girl, we hear her slam the window and way back in the back of McDonald's. She goes, like, it be be like that. She yelled she it so hard. We were, all, we were all ripped, so it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: Dude, we felt,
1: we were like, well, sorry, we already ordered, <laughs> sorry. oh uh, no, he'd be being like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I've worked all sorts of jobs, and I think having a bad job is like being in a bad relationship. No. It, it just, it, it stays with you and infects your thought, you know what I mean? It infects your thoughts.
1: My job didn't have big titties, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, that didn't
2: get. They the rarely response. do. That
1: didn't get nearly the response I was trying to cater. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just looked at me. <laughs> Sorry, Dude, that was a bit too blunt. <laughs> okay,
2: that's hilarious. Yeah. So, what was a uh, fucking Christmas growing up in Kokomo like? Oh, you go
1: to Highland Park and you see the the lights. The lights, the yeah.
2: There used to be the We Care lights, but they
3: don't do it anymore, dude. Oh, we, they
1: don't do the lights anymore. They don't
3: do the lights, dude. Oh.
2: Uh, say what We Care is just if if someone oh, yeah, hasn't heard about. Th- is it this, this week? Before
3: no, it, it, it already, already happened.
1: happened
3: oh, yeah, okay. well, never mind. It's a charity that um, profits uh, kids in Kokomo around Christmas time. It's like they have like several events that yeah. like lead up to the actual like all throughout the year there's different events that they do to help raise money and at the end of the year they just distribute all of the money through different like like uh like bonavista um i forget what all like the charities are but they like distribute all the money to like all these other charities that like help homelessness help kids with special needs shit like that and uh Yeah, they usually would have a park where they would, like, have over a million lights or some crazy
2: shit. It's like a path you
1: drive through. Yeah. And they play music and shit. Do you have to,
2: like, turn your radio to it and shit? Is Um, it one of those? You
1: just, you crack your windows and they put it on speaker. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, And it's freezing as fuck.
1: Well, yeah, sometimes this. Yeah.
3: Sometimes yeah, it was I've the it was that. the 50th anniversary of We Care this year, dude. Oh, oh shit. Man. Yeah,
1: people donate goods and then they auction them auction them off on like a telethon. Mm-hmm. And it runs like for what is it, 3 days or is it a week?
3: 40 uh 48 hours, yeah.
1: 48 hours of fucking Damn. bet bet bet. And they're just auctioned off like gift baskets and people donate motorcycles. Right, dude. All kinds of shit. But you can buy anything.
3: Jars of pennies. Jars
1: of pennies. You don't know how Golf much. Golf
3: balls. It, you don't know how much of, <laughs> The Hope Doll, no. the Hope
1: Doll, the creepy Hope Doll. The yeah. Hope Doll went for a
3: record this year, bro. What
1: was the record, you know? Sixty K. Oh, woohoo! Yeah, so the Hope Doll is this creepy, like Annabelle-looking fucking doll with crying glass black eyes, and people pay sixty dollars, sixty thousand dollars to put it up in front in their business to be like, yeah, we, uh, we bought the Hope Doll.
2: It's, it's a flex, right? It's a flex. Damn. Well, dude, what's yeah. weird this
3: year is, like, usually it's, like, a business that buys it. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it, like you said, it's a flex. The, the business will, like, have the Hope doll up in their storefront and be like, oh, we bought the Hope doll for, from We Care this year. Yeah. yeah. But this year, it was this guy, and he, it was just some random dude. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Florida. Nice. And he's from Kokomo, and he was <laughs> just like, oh, I just wanted to give back to uh, the town that I grew up in and— he dropped $35,000 and then all of these other businesses added on like all this extra money onto oh, wow, it cool. and it equaled out to like 60, $70,000 or something like that. Damn.
0: Interesting.
3: But their total of 50 years is 18 million. Damn.
2: Holy Not shit. So bad.
1: Not so bad. What is that per year? Anybody? Anybody? I don't know that's pretty sweet though. danny <laughs> 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 no
2: we'll, we'll i not, saw the <laughs> wheels turning Wait, you, <laughs> <mind> oh. <moment>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny
1: what okay there's a show with the guy from 24 where he takes care of this little kid with like powers and he like can predict numbers and the kid the little kid's best can kid, predict is, numbers he can, he can. <laughs> and then uh the little kid's like guardian is this Jewish guy who's always looking at diamonds and shit. <laughs> I gotta figure out the name of that show, dude. Okay. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody Is it somebody, Martin
0: Coinberg? <laughs> yeah,
1: somebody DM the Poptimist and figure out what show that is. I feel I feel like it was on Hoover. This sitcom. <laughs> Not a sitcom. Or Indy, a Matthew Indy Matthew directly
0: at Indie Matthew.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> Leave me alone.
2: <laughs> what is Vegas like during Christmas, Danny?
0: Uh I mean it's a little colder than usual, still very dry. There's a lot of rich ass neighborhoods that like all put up lights. So as a kid we used to drive through that and then we there was kind of like I can't remember the name of oh Opportunity Village. There's this place called Opportunity <laughs> Village. <laughs> <laughs> fuck okay, off and uh they had like an enchanted forest that they would decorate and shit that we would like drive through when i was kid like a kid and shit um but yeah say, that sounded like some, uh, like an boys and girls club uh, yeah, 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 <laughs>
3: the land of opportunities
1: yeah,
0: okay uh <laughs> um but anyway yeah that was pretty much we would like drive and go look at the light because there's no snow. Or, I no mean, shit. it gets cold, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Dude. I mean, it it snowed probably like six or seven times. Dude, you know there's not shit going the on in the last decade
1: because I'm sure the entire town has been like, "You here? how fucking cold."
3: You fucking hear how cold it's gonna be. Be prepared.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they're fucking so worried.
3: Make sure your dogs are in.
1: I do hope nothing. I mean, I gotta drive in that shit tomorrow. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it's
3: not too
0: bad. Dude, we should go to Vegas for Christmas.
1: That'd be fun, oh, man. If it didn't make my mom cry, I would. Oh, dude. She'll cry. If you're well, in I didn't. Prison? I didn't go for Thanksgiving too. So, ah, so and my you got bro it. lives all the way in Pennsylvania, so he's I'm, coming. No, no, oh. no. So she'd be all by <laughs> alone, so I'm with my dad, of course. But, yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean they do that every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's nothing special for them. <laughs> he just drinks just enough Bud Lights to where they can hang out every day. <laughs> love you, Mom. Shout out to your love <laughs> and <with> dad, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, they're great. I fucking love them.
2: Christmas in Maine was kind of uh idyllic, honestly. I'm it was sure. It was like the, the perfect what you would expect Christmas in Maine It looks like Christmas. Yeah, it looks like Christmas. Yeah. Like, there's all this snow. There's um this thing, like, in downtown Brunswick, where I'm from. In the summer, people just go there and play with, like, their frisbee and their dogs and shit. And there's a gazebo. But in the wintertime, the fire department comes and takes hoses and fills it with water and turns it into an ice rink. What? So people are skating, like, ice skating. Yeah. That's
0: See, I wish they had shit like that in Vegas. They had so indoor ice skating rinks, but yeah. that was it.
1: We had the Pepsi Coliseum in Indi- Indiana. That's where you go ice skating. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where they play. play like, do they play? That's like
3: uh, I did not even know it still existed.
1: Am- it probably doesn't anymore. They play like amateur hockey there, yeah, or something like that. Semi-pro or whatever it's called. The Pepsi Coliseum. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: Oh, that reminds. Can you do a uh, um? A lot, li- well, not a live read, but like a read for Nashville Carpet Cleaning.
1: Oh, Nashville Carpet Cleaning. Oh. Will you? Oh. um, Are we doing, are, do we have offering specials right now? Anything going on like that?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I mean. We
2: could we could do it after. We'll get a couple of I good teams. Yeah, I, did yeah, some I some didn't mean
0: choice. now necessarily. We've
2: yeah. some pretty choice stories. <laughs> uh,
0: no, not not stories necessarily. No. Yeah, we I, I mean, you can, uh, can if you want
1: yeah i don't know i'm not sure we'll figure it out yeah you can
2: edit that can you guys believe it's the end of the fucking year
1: um thank god dude (laughs) thank fucking god but yes uh no i can't (laughs) Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> it did yeah.
2: go by quick. It, it
0: did fast. go by fast. Yeah. Uh, what
2: what happened this year? Was there any, like, major events that fucking happened? There was Elon Musk and Twitter. That was a big one. Yeah, that's,
1: that's yeah. Uh, still all I see. Gas
0: about. got cheaper. Finally, <laughs> yeah. They-
1: leak, dude. Don't Don't pow- <laughs> Are you <laughs> like Joey Badone, I
0: didn't mention anyone. I just said it just got cheaper. Fuck off. <laughs> I will not allow
1: any positive talk about the gas prices or anything that disagrees <laughs> with what I think. It annoys me immediately. And you're right. No, yeah, it did, get, it did get cheaper. That is kind of dope. It is kind of dope. Oh, uh, this podcast is also uh, brought to you by Mapco. Uh, <laughs> I just got 20 cents off per gallon by signing up for Mapco Rewards. So I can't wait to utilize those. I'm already up to a 1,000 points, ladies and gentlemen. So I was told that the next time I go in, I get a free uh, grill item, which are those disgusting hot dogs slash taquitos <laughs> that roll all day on the fucking roller bar balls that used to be at the fucking Discovery Zone. Remember that shit? Oh, the dude, yeah. The <laughs> ball uh, pit of piss yeah. and
3: heroin needles.
1: Yeah, I was just – yeah, I was uh, – anyway.
0: Sponsored by Mapco. <laughs> Indies started sports betting this year.
1: Oh yeah, I'm a professional sports bettor. We talked about that in the last podcast cuz I was fired up. I was coming off of a couple big wins. You know how many uh big wins I've had since the last time I was on the podcast?
2: How many? Ooh. Uh
1: it's not a number, it's a it's a it's a digit. It's 0. 0 is technically <laughs> uh, Well, you had that
2: w- that one win.
1: Well, I smacked a couple here and there, but no 900 bangers again. No. That was a fucking long There was range a $300 banger. I did hit a 300, boy. That felt nice, but I'm really not – what happened was I got lucky the first week, and I got a fucking big dick syndrome because (laughs) all the games were so, like, random. I just got really fucking lucky, and then once the teams get settled in after, like, week three, four, five, wherever we're at now, all the teams are kind of settling in. So, like, you have to know what the fuck you're talking about to make a good bet, kind of. You could, it's a lot. It's a lot less random. It feels like anyway. At least that's what I am justifying me losing over and over. I can't <laughs> wrap my head fucking around why, but that has to be it. So I've just been swinging and missing because I don't really follow any of it. I just kind of like, oh, by back, he scores, and I'm thirty bucks gone. That's yeah. how they get you.
2: Yeah, I they think m- they make it easy.
1: Yeah, maybe they were just throwing me bones and just aligning the stars to where I would win the first couple times, and now they're hosing me for their nickel and diming me.
2: Well, dude, I, I remember on my 18th fucking birthday, <coughs> I got a, a scratch-off, and I won 50 bucks.
1: Oh, hell yeah. And, and struck uh, gold first time?
2: Struck gold the first time. Wow. And then I got into buying scratch-off for, for a little while, but I lost every time, like two or three other times after that, and I just didn't do it anymore. I was like, I got lucky the first time.
1: Hmm. You know, for some reason, like people that get uh, kind of addicted to gambling, I always think of that dude who slowly like lets uh, like poisonous snakes bite him over and over, just like a little bit, or injects like a little bit of venom over and to over.
2: to to build fucking resistance, to build resistance
1: for the terrible side effects. I don't know how that. Uh, I know that relates to gambling in some way, but uh, you guys should look that guy up. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. does not believe in slowly, <laughs> slowly inducing Yeah, I, d- I don't endorse Anybody now, fucking okay, getting bit by snakes Trivia question Are animals, snakes in particular Are they poisonous or venomous? Venomous Venomous
0: I would say venomous too Venomous is correct
1: Now Frogs Poisonous or venomous?
0: Venomous Poisonous Ooh are poisonous Boy, I was poisonous thinking. frogs
1: oh, yeah. venomous snakes yes because the the poison on a frog is passive venom is offense baby
2: Well, well does poisonous mean just like if you go to touch it versus venomous means something is attacking you with it
1: I'm not familiar enough with the LGBT community <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by MAPCO Oh, jeez. Thank, f- thank you for that.
2: That's fucking hilarious. So, Josh, how is the uh, the album coming along? You guys have been working on an album for a minute.
3: Yeah, dude. We, uh, we're done tracking everything. It's all just pre-production, mix mode, getting all that uh all done and squared away. Then we'll work on album art and all that other good stuff. So probably, like... Late spring, early summer, maybe. I think is when it'll
2: uh see the light of day. We'll see. Of of twenty twenty seven or <laughs> of twenty twenty three. I
3: hope not, dude. I hope not. No. I mean we just Damn, gotta do the sweet. edit on this
2: video and
1: <laughs>
3: Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I th- I think that we uh we'll get it out. We'll get we're we're excited about it. Because uh, we've we've done it super differently. Like we work with a bunch of different people on like every song. Yeah. So um, just that process kind of taught me a lot of recording in general and how we hear music. You know what I mean? Compared to like, oh, I think this sounds cool, and it's like, well, does everyone else think this sounds cool? Or just like, you know what I mean? Does well, that's the
2: cool. negotiation of being in a band,
3: right? Exactly. Just like you know, songwriting, um, stuff like that, production. Uh, just learning all about that I'm excited to uh, Just share, yeah, what well, we did, dude I'm pumped.
2: And you got the EP oh, coming yeah. in January, right?
3: Yeah, we have a uh, Down South? Yeah, down South, dude With uh, Tristan, yeah. he uh, Is gonna be on a, a Three-track EP, it's gonna be Shadows Dancing uh, and Which is already released Right, and um, $3 Blues and She's Bad Yeah nice. Acoustic nice. Yeah Acoustifier. Love yeah, you. MTV Unplugged.
1: Nice.
3: Fuck yeah, yeah! That's gonna. Be, I'm excited about it, dude.
2: Dude, when is fucking sitting
3: on top of the world gonna be coming out? I don't know, dude. It makes me like, honestly, doing all this recording has made me think like, I don't know if it's done. You know what I mean? Okay. There's that's thing. Fair. There's things about it that I listen to that I'm like, would it justify the song putting it out now the way that it is. Or I just feel like I've had a bunch of experiences of in the studio where I like, I think something's done and a producer's like, "Hey, on, let's try this. And then you hear it and you're like, Oh fuck. You know what I mean? This yeah. is next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I haven't listened to it in a while. To be honest, I will go back. I'm going to listen to it on the drive home and I don't know. I will see. But yeah. right, right now, the last time I listened to it, I was just like, this doesn't sound like a completed thing yet.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm proud of what we have so far, but no, I, totally. I, I could also see why you feel that way. No, totally. Like the things that stick out to me, it's a, the, the performance of the band, Millhouse in particular, he really shines on that track. Killed it. Yeah. He fucking killed it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that after. We'll no, talk totally. about that before you go. Uh, Danny, do you have any big plans in 2023 for Eat Sleep Rock?
0: Um, well, just shout out first show, or well, first cover show, Led Zeppelin Night, January 12th at the OG basement. So that's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Um, Plan to have some new products probably come out, some Eat Sleep Rock merch, and probably some new partnerships that we'll be announcing at some point. So can't really say too much more than that it's a secret <laughs> fuck yeah maybe a podcast again yeah. <laughs> boom
2: yeah thanks for having us dude of course yeah thank you when are you gonna start a podcast
1: um i need to get a sweet rig like you got going on I Need to get some equipment and
2: no you don't that's a fucking lie dude i built up to this
1: well i would like to start streaming and shit but that we'll we'll get into that another time but uh I play a ton of Call of Duty, way too much. My name is Scopes online, but I have a PC, so it's really hard to fucking find because you have those weird numbers after your name. So, you can DM me on Instagram at Indie Matthew if you want to play video games. How about that?
2: That's there you a,
1: go. One thing. T, by the way. One T. dot One T. No S on Matthew.
2: That's it. That's all I got. Where can people find you at, Danny? Uh,
0: on Instagram at Shooting the Shit or Eat Sleep Rock Nashville. Um. Or Nashville Carpet Cleaning.
2: (laughs) Or the other one. Are you saying what the other one is?
0: Uh no, we're gonna we're gonna wait on that one.
2: Okay. Josh, where can people find you at? Uh I'm pretty much on Twitter and Instagram
3: the same. The underscore North underscore poll and Facebook, Josh Norfeet. I post shit on there sometimes. But yeah. Mostly post on Instagram.
2: Well fuck yeah, dudes. Thanks for coming over to do this. Thanks for having us. Thanks, dude. dude. Of course. Keep on dreaming. See you next week.